Okay, we are recording. Perfect. Um, where are we? Sorry, <laughs> let's get going properly. Uh, welcome everybody to the Dublin Tech Talks podcast, The New Normal. Today we have Ryan O'Neill um, from co-founder and CEO of LegitFit.com. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Kevin. Really appreciate it. So um, your business and um, your, your, what you're trying to do caught my eye over the weekend when I, when I saw an article about how you're, 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 you're moving your business with, with the times um, and everything that goes with that. Uh, do you want to give a bit of a background about what LegitFit is and, and you know what, what product you have sure. and where it's come from and the ideas behind it? Perfect. Um, yeah, so like my background is actually in pharmaceutical chemistry. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the transition there, there's obviously a long story. Um, but I kind of moved away from that because it wasn't really what I wanted to do. I was doing a lot of different courses uh, at the time. One of them was becoming a PT. Uh, and then I went into this night business course of setting up your business uh, in Ignite and UCC. I don't know if you've ever uh, came across it, but uh, I went in there with the idea of basically creating like a fitness marketplace because for me as a consumer, getting into fitness, that was the kind of the first hardest bit. Like, where do I go to? Who do I go to? Who do I trust? Um, so that's what that's what was the kind of inception of the idea. Um, we then kind of spent our time in Ignite researching it a lot. Um, one thing that we do in Legit Fit, and you'll hear about this later, is we obsess over the research side of things. Um, and we found that people thought it was a cool idea, um, Airbnb for fitness, uh, but it wasn't something that they were willing to pay for. Um, so we went back to the drawing board. We said, okay, one of the biggest problems facing this industry, um, instead of telling people what we were building, we asked them what we should build. Um, and then that's what kind of, uh, that's what ended up in being legit fit. Uh, so the big thing for us was to reduce two things, admin work uh, and cancellations. So we carried out some research, average professional, we're talking about personal trainers, yogis, gym owners, uh, they're spending about four hours every week on admin. So that's yeah. like scheduling back and forth with your clients, um, you know, taking bookings, tracking payments, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then they're losing out on three hours every week due to cancellations. Um, so we essentially wanted to build a very easy to use um, product around this, cutting down cancellations, cutting down admin work, and then targeting, you know, people who are starting out in the industry all the way up to, you know, a couple of hundred members. Okay, brilliant. And an interesting comment you said there, you actually went out to the market and asked them what they wanted. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a, the, new, the, the newer way of thinking about a product rather than um, yeah. the, the intercom guys talking about that, you know, you know, look out for what the problem is, solve a problem and you, you have a product. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest benefits to us in the early stages is that we got into the Ignite program in UCC and Eamon Curtin, who's the director down there, literally just said, get outside, get outside, stop being in the office. Um, and we just went around uh, to, to every gym in Cork, I'd say, every personal trainer in Cork. Uh, and we, we, I suppose, at the same time, I was doing a master's as well in marketing and management. So we were doing a lot of market research. So it was kind of really helpful in that aspect into how we question people. Uh, so we could, instead of saying, we're building an app that does X, Y, Z, which you're obviously then leading the person into saying, okay, I think that's a good idea. And you're not learning anything new. Uh, instead of doing that, we just changed one little thing and we said, what should we build actually? Yes. And then we told them after, okay, this is what we're thinking. What do you think of that? So that we could get the benefit of their ideas uh, as well as get their feedback on our own ideas and then combine that in some way to build uh, the perfect product. 
Okay, Brill, and in, in relation to, you know, the last couple of weeks and where the product was before we all, you know, can't go to the gyms anymore, we can't go to our yoga classes or Pilates, you know, what pivot did you do and, and kind of when did you identify the need to, to do it? Yeah, so I think, like, we identified the need pretty early. Like, gy- gyms weren't cl- closed down across the country, um, mandatory, but, like, they've started closing down due to social pressures. Uh, then I was on to my friends who are over in Spain who are, like, a month ahead of us with regards COVID, um, and, like, I could just see this eventually coming to, to Ireland. So we were, for, the first, for the first couple of days, we were like, oh, God. We're just after, you know, we're a year in business, and um, we're just after hitting uh, a million euro on bookings. We're launching in the UK. Everything is going swimmingly. Uh, but that's, I think, when you know things, something big is about to happen. Um, that's like startup life. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, like we, we, for the first couple of days, as I said, we, we were like, oh, right, we can do nothing. Uh, but then we kind of we started seeing people watching the market and seeing people kind of being a bit more positive, adapt and overcome them was the kind of the mentality that we decided to take. Uh, so we then just started saying, okay, what's the contingency plan here for us? Uh, but more importantly, what's the contingency plan for our customers? Because our customers are part of us right now because we're, yeah. we're a small company, you know? So um, that's when we kind of decided to do the pivot, move online. Um, and uh, we're currently in the process of integrating with uh, who we're on right now, Zoom. Okay, pro. And the uptake from clients, I'm, I'm guessing, has been pretty quick and pretty steady because they want to keep their revenue channels open. Yeah, so I, I think, again, same situation. I don't know if you've ever heard, I, th- I think there's this model called the Coover something model of change. Um, and it shows like the different stages of change. And it's like, um, uh, first, it's like shock. And then there's like, you don't accept it, denial and all that. And then you start innovating. So there was that kind of initial week of people being kind of, oh no, we can't can't do anything. Uh, So what we we ran essentially the week after everything, uh, and we did a build up to this, was all these webinars on how to set up Zoom, um, how to run your business during this time. We got in people from Australia, from, um, you know, Dublin, Cork, all over the place to talk about their kind of field of expertise to help with this transition so on the monday i think we had somebody from uh it was shane from sarah consultancy uh who talked about the, the business side of things um we had uh two guys from face uh two guys who kind of help with facebook marketing in we had someone who helps with uh video as well because obviously videos is okay. such a massive thing and then we ran our own um webinar on how to use zoom and how to set up zoom um so so we had kind of that like adapt and overcome mentality put out towards our customers and then whilst i was kind of organizing that side of things one of the the other team um were ringing every single customer literally exported a list and just got on the phone uh from like i think it was from the the it happened well like it came into ireland properly on the 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 friday or whatever and on the monday morning he was just on the phone and he's still on the phone to this day i'd say he's on the phone right now getting through everybody and booking in meetings with them um and setting them up online uh and how to best use this with with our own system it's funny um the the change i I think long term uh, you know when we all go back to the offices and you know how people exercise and um where the exercise is going to be different you know it's a 
it's a chore. It's a two hour, two and a half hour possible time out of your day to go. If you have family, if you have, you know, other commitments, um, I, I, it, it, definitely that marketplace is going to grow and it will allow businesses, you know, if you're a great Pilates or a yoga teacher or a fitness teacher in, in Ireland, you'll have a, a you know, global clientele. So it's a, a definitely a market I think that won't go away. Um, so, ha, ha, you know, did, did businesses adapt to it in Ireland quickly or was there a, you know, yeah, friction on it. Yeah, like like initially, I think the big thing in this market is um, you get a lot of people going, "Oh God, this is this is really too technical. It's it's quite difficult to do." I say, um, but it's actually like you use Zoom, and as you can see, setting up a Zoom meeting, and it, there's no kind of barrier essentially mm. for people to to join a meeting or anything like that. So it's just about kind of getting over the initial setup, and that's why we thought it was so important to just ring everybody and say okay this this is actually not hard let us let us help you with this because like we're not the kind of company that's just like we have a software there you go see you later um like we want to kind of learn more about the customers how they're using the product um so that we can kind of better it as well for the future so we need to kind of understand with regards to setting up what are the difficult parts that they find what what can we make easier because when we go to this integration unless it's as like as easy as they need it to be they're not going to use it yeah that yeah that that's with lots of things the frictionless processes the two three step signups you know that's modern products have the ability to be able to create them rather than the you know a traditional business where will you know you need a lot more forms and a lot more you know integrations to be able to get somebody to sign up I, I know myself i get bored if i if, if i have to keep going on different processes if they don't remember my settings and different things like that so yeah it even went to the extent and this this is what i was talking about earlier about like the obsession of the research it went to the extent that as we wanted to figure out from a client not just from a customer review how the setup is because we knew that we're a remote company we, we know how to do that very yeah. easily we wanted to see from the client's perspective when using legit fit was it easy to get into a class? How was the class? So, so for the first, it, it was the, the first week we did the webinars. The second week people were set up and I wanted to find out a bit more. So I posted, we have a Facebook group and a WhatsApp group with, with the majority of our customers. Uh, I know. <laughs> How long that will last? I don't know. Um, it's like the football manager who, who, who's still in the, in, in the WhatsApp group and in, in their team. How long does that last? Yeah, so so I, I messaged everybody and I said, guys, uh, I did a video message because I do a lot of video. I think it's it's just more personal. And I said, um, like, hey, everybody, um, looking to learn more from a client's perspective next week. Who wants me in one of their sessions? Um, and I, I literally did uh, four classes during the week. Like, I was there with milk bottles in in uh, the living room, do, up in Limerick, working out. Um, and I, th- I think they had a good laugh at it as well, like, uh, putting me through the paces. Like, um, so, like, just I did that so that we could see from a client's perspective how easy it was, how the trainers were running it as well was really important to us because we essentially want to bring the... Ex- not the exact experience, but as close to the exact experience that they're already having in the gym and bring it online because the clients aren't paying for, uh, you know, the, the weights or anything like that. Cause if they were doing that, they'd be in a, a large commercial gym. That's going to be less expensive. Mm. They're, they're not paying for the smell off you. They're paying for your coaching and your, your instruction. So that can be done online. And that's what we want to just do. Transfer that coaching and instruction, make it interactive and put it online. 
and kind of what what's next for the business for yourself what you know what what is next where you know this all goes away soon enough and what happens yeah so like obviously like nobody knows regards like when this is going to go away i think the best indicator we have is all the countries that are ahead of us um, and and knowing that again talking to my friends in spain they're on a further lockdown until later this month and they'll we'll find out then you know uh, how far along they are versus what we're doing and um, like for us we feel this is going to go on for at least another couple of months and um, that's why we began building the direct integration with zoom um mm. we wouldn't waste our time if we if we didn't think it was going to be there for another couple of months um so like literally on our platform you'll now be able to click whether sessions are a virtual session or a live session um, so that's our kind of that's our plan with regards development um, with regards to the future i think a lot of people a lot of the the gyms and, and a lot of the, the the yoga teachers and they're all kind of figuring now this is another source of revenue for their business yeah. um, they have a, a bigger uh, of reach to, to their potential customers, as you as you mentioned, and um, so I think that they and, and people will this will change how fitness is obtained. Essentially, uh, you know, you look at Peloton over in uh, the US and how well they're doing. I'm wondering, is this something that will happen over here that more people will want fitness on demand? Uh, in that case, is that something we should be looking at? Uh, you know, if, if our end goal is to go to a marketplace, should we be a marketplace that does fitness on demand? Um, you know, there's a lot of avenues we can yeah. go down. Uh, but again, what we'll do is what we've been doing since day one. Um, and we do every three months. We'll send out a survey. We'll talk to customers. We'll find out what they want. And then we'll build it. And yeah okay great and just then on, on the business itself you know it's mainly you know mobile what, what kind of platforms is it going to be focused at going forward is it mobile first or going to be desktop or what way are you going to look at it yeah so so like we essentially built from the start as a progressive web app Um we were going to go down the route of mobile but then we figured that there is a desktop version needed Um then when we were thinking about making the the app it was a lot of time and effort put into a product we didn't fully understand yet. And I think a lot of the customers who have moved to us in the last uh, couple of months, the reason they moved to us is because they're coming from a, a different company that have built an app that wasn't functioning right, that was causing a lot of issues. So we just don't want to go down that road of, um, we don't fully understand the product. We have an app that has loads of issues um, and we're trying to find these issues. And, and like, as I said, we're a small team and we don't have the resources to be looking for bugs and, and, and spending days and days of trying to fix things. Um, so the progressive web app, which is essentially a website um, that then is optimized to mobile. So if you go on it on mobile, everything uh, optimizes down to that um, is really the kind of best solution. I think, uh, and again, going back to this whole survey thing, we asked our customers uh, three or four weeks ago, um, we said, okay, these, this is the things that we're thinking about building, obviously leading with the question of what should we build first? Um, and then asked them at the end, what about the app? Um, what do you think? And just gave them three options. Um, one option was uh, keep going as you're going, guys. Everything's working great. Uh, the second option was you need to build the app. And the third one was maybe you should just build one for clients. And again keep going as you're going guys was the 
the resounding thing, which is kind of amazing because the first thing when you say to people, um, this is the way we're building it, they're like, you don't have an app in the app store. It's like, yeah. let me just show you why we don't have an app in the app store. And it just benefits from the client and the, the professional a lot more. Um, so yeah, that's that kind of... And, and in, in relation to revenue streams, is it primarily sign-up or is it advertising or what way is your, your revenue streams created? Uh, it, it's SaaS. So it's um, subscription from the fitness providers. Mm. Uh, they pay us a... Um, we have a free version for people who are starting out in the industry. And then we have one for 50 euro and then we have one for 100 euro, depending on kind of what volumes you're doing and, and what you need from a system. Um, so that that's our, our core revenue stream. Um, we don't charge clients anything uh, where we won't be going down the, the advertising route unless we're going into the marketplace element. Yeah. And, and what, what do you get for your, your, your sign up fee? What's the, what's the kind of, I'm, I'm signing up tomorrow as a, a, you know, a professional. What, what, what is the product I'm signing up to get? Yeah. So, so essentially you're signing up to something that's going to reduce the time you're spending on your, on your business and reduce the, the, the losses essentially in your business. So you have a shared calendar with your clients. Um, you can instant message them and they can instant message you. Uh, so the communication is better. Uh, they can obviously book in, join waiting lists. A lot of things are automated regard and, and keep them engaged. So we, we send clients a, an email the night before their sessions saying, don't forget, uh, you have a session with Gavin tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, they can add it to their calendars. We also send one on a Sunday night uh, we call it the guilty hour at 7 p.m. just to remind them to book in in the future. Um, and yeah, it's just about kind of keeping more touch points with the clients, keeping the clients engaged and then keep your, your business running smoothly so that you just kind of have to, you know, take care of the clients more than taking care of the, the billings and the accounts and all that. Well, it sounds like, it sounds like it's a great product and it? it's flying. Um, before we close up, just away from, anything disease related, what, what would you say is your, you're going to be your biggest challenge then, you know, for, for the business to, you know, to go five X, 10 X, you know, what, what's the, what, what challenges do you, do you kind of foresee or, you know, what have you been, what keeps you awake at night nearly? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose like, as I said, we, it, it seems like, Every time in, in a startup, you're like you're 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 against the next dragon. So like you slay one dragon, and you're against the next challenge. Um, like I don't know what our next dragon is yet. Um, like I think we're still at the stage where we're trying to. Um, we're very close now to kind of creating that repeatable sales model, yeah. and that that's our our next challenge is that um, we need to kind of create the model of uh we put in one we get 10 back um and we've been kind of working on that but obviously with everything going on on the small team we have uh, it's 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 more important that we take care of our customers and that they're looked after with regards their what they need from a system and uh, because as i said we're, we're quite early stages we're only a year into product development mm -hmm. um so we want to make sure that they're okay first um and like we're we're, we're taking away pre pretty good uh like we've as i said we just hit a million euro on bookings um which like we've been we were hoping to do in Amazing, September, yeah. which is which is really really good and really positive um so i think like for us it'll be about that um and then raising money um because i think we can like we'll definitely get to you know 
uh, I think we're at just before COVID, we were at like um, one one twenty AR, um, and like we were hoping to kind of be near the kind of two hundred by September and then raise money. Um, so I think that's going to be the 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 next challenge is finding an investor who has. Um, First of all, an interest in this in this space and in this yeah. industry, I think that'll be really important. And it's more than just the money that we want; it's the the experience, the expertise, and how they're going to help us to scale it. And um, that will be our kind of our, our next biggest challenge is finding that and connecting with that person. Scaling is a whole different ball game. That's a that's a different podcast altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to like all these different um, podcasts and and reading these books on like you know traction and and stuff like that. And it's just like that is yeah, that's the next big dragon essentially. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a an expensive dragon as well. You you definitely need a backer for that. Um, but no, thanks, Melrine, for your, for your time. Um, if anybody wants to find out more, it's uh, legitfit.ie, and I'm sure you'll. You'll, you'll get lots of responses now from this, but uh, no, thanks, Mill, for your time this morning, and uh, I really hope it goes well. No worries. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it.